0: Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle Tagge. So for those listening on the podcast, this is a bonus episode. And for those on IGTV, it's a quick interview about pelvic floor health. So I did an interview on my podcast. This is episode 17. So a while ago where I interviewed a pelvic floor physical therapist to learn about what it is. I've been interested for a while as I've had symptoms after having my kids. But I just wanted to share now that I've finally gone, like what my experience was like, and maybe make it a little less intimidating to some people. And just so I don't say anything wrong. And to give you guys a little bit more of a medical background on it. I brought on Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hey, how's it going? So for those that don't know me, I am a nutritional therapy practitioner. I host the Nourished and Nurturing podcast, and I wrote the Real Food for Real Moms postpartum Prep guide. And do you want to introduce yourself Melissa?
1: Yeah, so uh, my name is Dr. Melissa Thompson. I am a physical therapist. I specialize in orthopedics and pelvic health, um, which includes pelvic floor physical therapy, and I um, I run my own business. It's called Louisiana Pelvic Health um, outside of New Orleans in a small town called Homa. Awesome. Well, so I was just going to share a little bit about what
0: kind of brought me to this topic and what made me interested in it. So after having my son, this was three years ago now, I definitely had some incontinence after having him. So it was hard, like things like coughing or if I would gag at all, like I would leak some urine. Um, and that happened while I was pregnant, but it kind of stuck around after. So it really wasn't a lot. It would kind of be, you know, a few drops, but it's not something you want still. So, and I'd, I'd get that with some workouts too. And I, I saw a pelvic floor physical therapist once when I was pregnant and it didn't seem like it was not a good fit and it kind of turned me off of the whole thing. It seemed like they were trying to just like, like bill, like bill a ton of different things. Like, let me hand you a pamphlet and bill you $40 for like me doing that. So it it did, I don't know. It made it even more intimidating, I think. And then with my daughter, I kind of wanted to see somebody while I was pregnant and I didn't. And then COVID hit. So I finally just went this summer and it was about seven visits. I wasn't really having the incontinence after this pregnancy, but I definitely felt some weakness. And it was almost like I had trouble connecting with that area. Like, um, you know, you're not doing like crunches and things when you're pregnant and like working your core out. But like several months after giving birth, I still had difficulty just like feeling connected with those muscles, if that makes sense. So it was something I just wanted to learn how to strengthen and learn a little bit more about. So, um, do you want to give us a quick overview of like why you might see a, a pelvic
1: floor physical therapist or what is it? Yeah. So basically the pelvic floor is a very, um, not a complicated set of muscles but it's a numerous set of muscles there's over 20 muscles that course throughout the pelvic floor in and out around your hips and into the vagina and the rectum so naturally during pregnancy you might start to see um, a connection of why those muscles would be involved so if you Uh, you have this rapidly expanding uterus that is filling from your pelvis up into your abdomen. And right there, your core or some of your ab muscles are getting stretched. So the the more we overstretch a tissue, the more difficult it becomes to activate that tissue or that muscle. Um, So right there, you're already kind of getting a little bit of a battle just naturally from a totally normal perspective. Um, And then you have some pressure that the uterus and the baby is putting in a downward direction onto the pelvic floor. And then once you deliver, regardless of method of delivery, um, C-section or vaginally, you're gonna get a stretch in the pelvic floor. Vaginally you're gonna get a much bigger stretch, usually like anywhere from three to 10 times what it would normally stretch. So again, that's just another time where the muscles are getting overstretched and then when we go to ask them to contract, we might not be able to do it quite as easily as we could before. And you might start to notice that lack of awareness with the abdominals, with the pelvic floor, and then it kind of sets you up for a little bit of an imbalance in the pressure system where you could leak urine um, and you could try and go back to your exercise and notice that's when you are leaking that's called stress incontinence Um, if you tear at all you might start to get a spasm where the muscles kind of just do like this and whenever you try and return to intercourse you might experience some pain so those are kind of the um just like a few little details of why Postpartum care is such a priority for the pelvic floor physical therapy because you really want to address all of these muscles. You want to re engage the core, set yourself up for success for a second pregnancy or just returning to ab workouts and core workouts or even just lifting your baby and doing those functional everyday movements and not leaking pee when you're exercising.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that I mean, and this is something I will, I will say, I think I already said, but I was convinced that I needed to do this three years ago. And it took me that long to like, finally find somebody. Um, so yeah, again, I want to make it less intimidating to people. Um, finding somebody recommended, I think is great, but also somebody that specializes in pelvic floor physical therapy. So um, for those in Park Ridge um, that live near me, I went to Cayman, which is on Bussy, so, um, and I was really happy with them. So I got, I scheduled an assessment, which was, I think, a little over an hour, and they internally assessed the tissues, and then assessed my ability to contract those tissues. So it's kind of feeling the quality of the tissue and then like my ability to engage them. Did I say anything wrong yet? (laughs) Yep.
1: So basically they're muscles. So we can, we can use um, our finger. So it's different than a gynecological exam. We're not using speculums, but we use our finger um, with the glove and some lubricant. And we can actually feel that contraction or the kegel um, around our finger. And we can grade the muscle strength that way. And a lot of times after, um, right after birth, I might feel like there's just no contraction around the finger or other muscles are engaging like the booty muscles or trying to lift your um, pelvis back. So it's just really important to get that feedback and really useful um, to kind of find out if you're doing it correctly.
0: Okay. And then once we got to the actual treatment, I think it was a few different things. Like one, there seemed to be some like massage of the internal tissue to release any tension that was there. Um, Then there were exercises and I'll get into that a little bit more, what they had me do. And then there was also some stretches. Um, So stretching anything that might be tight, but then learning how to engage Engage the pelvic floor muscles kind of when you need to be able to engage them. So the exercises, it was a lot of, uh, I think most of them, she had that finger internally. So she could see like, while you're doing this other thing, how can you like hold this movement? And that kind of, I think maybe was getting more advanced. It, in the beginning, it might've been just like doing those key goals. Like now let's contract release and then now let's do it like quick and release and now let's try to hold them so it's kind of just like this whole workout for just your pelvic floor muscles um and then I was also doing or I am doing reformer pilates so there was a lot of like just she kind of cued me to while you're doing these kind of movements like before you move your hips up in a bridge contract your pelvic floor and then try to keep it contracted the whole way up and the whole way down and then really feel it relaxed before you start another one. So this is something that kind of, I think like you said, like when you're holding your baby, you want to be able to like be engaged, but that's harder to think of. But when I was like specifically in this class, it was easy to be like, okay, I'm going to do the little the movement's a little slower and add a pelvic floor contraction in there. So there are things like bridging. Um, there are things like, I think they call them clamshells where it's like, um, I don't know if these were your legs, like you're kind of like keeping your toes together and spreading your knees apart. So like, you're laying on your side and keeping your toes together, but separating your knees. And then the same thing with like keeping your knees together and t- separating your toes. So, but it was like, she'd combine these with like, let's contract the pelvic floor. Um, and then I think there are some others like doing lunges um, while holding a pelvic floor release, like squatting, kind of doing these like lateral movements, walking across the, hallway with a band around my knees, like planking on my knees. So just like all these different exercises where it's like, okay, let's engage some of these surrounding muscles and then see if you can hold this pelvic floor contraction while you're doing it. So now you can, <laughs> you can correct anything. Uh, but that was my experience. And it was actually, I, I feel like very educational and now I'm always going to be a little bit more aware of that so it's like it's impossible for me to not like to go to Pilates and like not think of when I squeeze the ball between my knees like I squeeze between my knees and then I do a pelvic floor contraction and then I go into whatever they're doing so um for me it's it's really just like helped connect those muscles to the other muscles if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, everything you said is exactly right. It's exactly how I treat. um, If the situation is pure weakness and disconnection and um, the benefit of getting a personalized evaluation is that everyone might have a different baseline or a different way that they are trying to do the Kegel or not Kegel. Um, So finding where you start decides, okay, are we gonna start laying down and just doing the Kegels like you said? Or are we gonna start adding function? And what we do in everyday life is function. So we do things like squats when we're trying to pick something up from the ground. Uh, we walk all the time. Um, we pick up our babies, we um, go get groceries. So that's where it matters in a sense of, oh, now I started to realize that I was leaking urine dur- during these activities, but I know what to do with my pelvic floor, or my abdomen, Um, my glute muscles, the clams are really good, um, probably because there's a lot of evidence that weak glutes um, actually are correlated with urinary leakage. So the sides of the booty muscles are also glutes. So you have tons of glute muscles all around the side and the back. It's not just the back. Um, But all that sounds great for what your situation is. Cool. So yeah, this is maybe to just make it a little less
0: intimidating to anybody who was curious about going but wondered what it might be like. It's it's kind of like having a personal trainer with their hand in your vagina.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, and look, I tell everybody, I tell them you do not have to do the internal part. If you're just like no way, we can do things externally. Um, it's, there's nothing wrong with meeting with multiple therapists. If you wanna match personalities, everybody's kind of got a different personality. Um, it's no, no personal um, offense to me or to another therapist. We all kind of match differently. Or if you just felt like one therapist was skilled at one thing and you wanted something else, there's nothing wrong with kind of getting second opinions and going and, um, but you really wanna look for someone that's gonna give you that. Hour to 75 minute attention and really evaluate you as a whole person.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks so much. You can let either one of us know if you have any questions. So I think we're both most active on Instagram. I'm at Michelle Nutrition,
1: and um, I'm at Dr. Dr. Mel Thompson. So D R M E L T H O M P S O N. And I'm in Louisiana.
0: Okay. And then, yeah, feel free to go back and listen to the episode 17 of the podcast about pelvic floor health. And thanks a lot, guys. Bye. Thanks for having me on.